Hello, we are No More Sex is Shit. I'm Beth. I'm Louise. And this is our final episode of this mini-series where we're talking all about Killing Eve season four. And this is our thoughts on the last two episodes of Killing Eve ever. Yes, it's a choice that they made to release the last two at once. Um, initially, wasn't sure why. When you watch it, you understand. Yeah. I'm glad they didn't make us wait, wait, wait a week for that. Yes. So, episode seven. Which is making dead things look nice. Yes. We see, we see, we see Villanel and the new mysterious assassin on an island where we find out more about her past and how brutal she is. Um, we then see her and Villanelle become an item for a short part time while Eve is in London being doing her job, being a bodyguard of security. Um, we then see that Carolyn has decided that she is going to go back to MI6, so she makes the trip. Um, we see Eve and even Villanelle to eventually get to find each other on the island in Scotland. And then at the end, we find out that Pam kills Constantine. <gasps> yes, that, on Helian's orders, who she then finds out is dead. And yes, we are left with the cliffhanger of, is Eve going to die at the end? And that was a cliff shot cliffhanger because it was resolved in like a minute afterwards because the next episode was out. Yep. Uh, yeah. What are your initial thoughts on episode seven? Um, it was good. Um, Constantine, um, I kind of saw it coming as soon as she had this pizza cutter, which was a Because <laughs> why would you bring a pizza cutter? Yeah, but, um, I, I knew. <laughs> yeah, that was... I, I'm, I was just disappointed that Constantine's death was by a pizza cutter. If that is not the most, like, stupid death, stupid death, like, I don't know what it is. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. That, that was yeah that was pretty tragic I think I mean it's hard because I mean episode eight is so fresh in my mind just now but episode seven I'm, I did enjoy it I think the thing I liked about it was this kind of weird exploration of a relationship and a bond that Villanelle and the other assassin had and shared and you just, I mean, you looked at them and you just went, I mean, they're exactly the same person. Like, they just, it, basically. Yeah, they're exactly the same person. And not only in looks, but just by shared experiences. So it was quite interesting. And we see Villanelle kind of saying to the assassin, you know, that in the 12th, she's not free. And I know that I'm. Is that episode seven? I don't know. They've all mushed into one now. But <laughs> it, it she does say, you know, I'm I'm free to do what I want. And I think that realization, I mean, she'd already had it prior, but I think again, just I think it's the first time she ever really admitted it out loud. And so I really appreciated that. Yeah, it was nice. It was um, nice to find out more about Bill and Ellen. Relationship. It was very Taylor Swift um cottage core. I don't know, but um like the Evermore album, it's literally the cover of that it was that island, which was quite nice. Um, 
I feel like I feel like Taylor Swift, of course. But um, yeah, like Pam's arc was good. We found out more about her, and we found out about Carolyn, and we found out how hard it is to be a spy. I feel like this in the episode, it was really driving at home that oh wait, this could be poisoned. Oh wait, this is an assassin coming after Carolyn now. Oh wait, everybody's an assassin. No one's safe, and that really brought the tension. Um, it was a bit of more of a filler episode, I would say. For Kill and Eve. For yeah, yeah, most yeah. Of TV shows, it would be a jam-packed episode. And I liked the fact that they showed them travelling. Definitely. Yeah, so, yeah, it was Yeah, it was a good episode. Um, and then, of course, we get the ending of that episode, which I think, you know, kind of drove, drove us forward a little bit um, as we see Eve come in and we're going, oh, no, Villanelle's just shut this girl down and now Eve's arriving. You just knew it was going to end badly. Um, and then, of course, we get the next episode. But let's talk a little bit about what the characters do in episode seven before we move on to episode eight. Okay. So, starting with Villanelle. Um, Villanelle seeking that Scottish life. Um, she wakes up in a barn and has an interesting, and I would say interesting, um, experience with a goat. Yeah. And we find out more about the life on the island and hunting. And we yep. find out how savage the other assassin is mm. because she guts the fisherman. Yep. That was, I, I just knew that fisherman was just not going to make yeah. it. Um, no. Um, Villanelle's quite good in this episode. Um, I love how she was just like watching Eve. Well, that was one of the next <laughs> episodes, but also in the first, yeah. Yep. And there's a bag at the end of the episode. But we don't hear it when they replay the clip in the next episode. Mm. I'm sure there's a bang. So I was, I thought, well, I'll shut her. I thought Valenel would say me. She didn't. But that's the next episode. Yeah. So that, I mean, that's pretty much what Valenel was getting up to up in, in Bonnie, Scotland. <laughs> um, <laughs> then we get Eve, who is dealing with life after the 12 basically after murder murder, yeah it's not the first time of course she's murdered someone but it's the first time she's really made the conscious effort to do it for her own reasoning essentially and it it was so lovely the way they did this as well she goes to karaoke bar with Yusuf to have some fun like she used to do and of course we get this kind of flashback to before all of that happened when they were in the karaoke bar with Bill and Nico like all of the old gang essentially um and she was just overcome with the loss that she has experienced during this whole time it was a sad moment I I say particularly sad moment and that um it was like oh wait this is ending like yeah you're yeah. like, oh wait, all these people have been changed, but also um just in general. Like I mean the, the wrapping it up. Exactly. And Eve's character arc arguably is the most extreme in regards yeah. to everyone else. You know, she has gone through so much, lost so many people. And I think in season four we see this change even more and I think that karaoke bar scene pretty much summed up her whole her whole change essentially 
Yeah, um, of course she's still investigating. We see her taking down the wall of assassins, or she it'll probably be known as her exes. <laughs> um, they're working their way through. They're a small, small community. Yeah, they all date each other. It's fine. Um, but she like musicians. Up. I just did not know that's a thing. But yeah, cool. <laughs> um, so, um, Elaine, um, her, her phone is unlocked by Yusuf. He does that. He's there for he's there for plot development. He's not there for much in this episode, to be honest. No, he's just a way to move the plot forward. But um, we find out about Elaine's phone. How the twelve don't know she's dead. Yeah, and that's which is quite. I mean, thing. they didn't exactly hide the body, did they? I don't. We don't know. So, uh, Where did they find? I don't know. Questionable. So get, questionable. But we're not gonna. We're not gonna ask. We're not gonna go there. We're not gonna go there. So yeah, when like when Villanelle first started seeing one, she didn't get caught. But I thought that was because the twelve covered up. So in season three and four, I'm a bit confused to why that she doesn't get caught now. Well, she does get put in prison, but literally you know. when her like surely her mugshot would have gone around or something. <laughs> like surely she would have been recognised. Anyway, we don't, we don't know. It it's done. <laughs> yeah. Um. Shall we move on to Carolyn? Um, Carolyn, um, more mission driven now. She is a determined person. She meets, she's in a hotel in Salzburg, Germany. Yes, that's oh, no, right. Austria. Yep, Salzburg, oh, Austria. Yeah, yeah, Austria, yeah. yes. Sorry. That's all um, right. And basically, she, this guy was kind of starting flirting with her. Yeah, it was he's weird. Yep. yep. Um, it shows you how much she distrusts people. And of course, she thinks she goes head to head with the Russian people, and she's like, "You can take him back. I'm going back to the UK yeah. to face Hugo." Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, um, even and then even when she gets back to the UK, she treats Hugo like he's not the head, but head of my sexes Russian death key her secretary. She gives him a bag. She walks into the club. Yeah, even though he's technically a wrestler. Yeah, it's oh. Uh... Yep, he's... Uh, Carolyn is just awesome. Like, I really... I, my views on her have tainted because of the last episode, obviously. But yeah. I, at that point, I was like, damn. She's... She just... She just has so much power. And she knows it. And she just completely owns it, which was which was pretty lovely. And we see that even more in the final episode um, when she goes swimming. <laughs> um, but we'll talk about that. As we get on to the next one, Pam um, I like Pam's style. I think Pam's a really good character. I wouldn't mind a Pam spin-off, to be honest. <laughs> I don't think it would be exciting, but it would just be Pam, and I think that's good. Uh, she's wholesome. I feel like she's just a wholesome character in this thing. I was saying um, to my friend, um, if Francesca just comes back and then Pam, they just go, they love their flatmates, they're just vibing. <laughs> That that would be a great. I would watch that. I would watch that just for the sake of it. Wow. Yep. Yeah. Um. Her interest is still there. He doesn't die. Good. Which is um, good. Yep. Run I mean, away together. Team does. I know. Yeah. I mean, as we already talked about, as soon as we saw those pizza cutter, we were like, "Yep, he's he's a goner." 
it was very sad and he that he died with composure and arena oh yeah we get a daughter reference yep like she's like helene's got me out of prison so yeah definitely stirring things up of course helene just dies and then yep because <laughs> pam does it in the audience of helene, helene who um is dead so she doesn't know that obviously yep and Elaine's still got power after she's dead, but that's how scared people are of her. Yeah. It's, yeah, it was, in, I, I, it, it does make me wonder, though, why was it brought up in the first place? I don't know. Maybe there's more to that. Maybe we're getting an arena spinoff. Oh. <laughs> I'm oh. kidding. That would be something to be afraid of. Um. Yeah, so we hear from Arena. And mm-hmm. we get a touching goodbye, and of course he tells Pam that he always loved Carolyn and to tell her, and so she does, oh. and it's oh, it's so touching. Yeah, of course, Pam is giving a joke. Oh, that's the next episode. But, um, yeah, it's, it's so hard not um, to go into the next episode. So let's just why don't let's just go into the next episode. So do you want to give oh, a no. brief? summary of this episode so yeah yeah, spoiler warnings for the next episode but hopefully if you listen to this podcast you'll have seen both of them yeah um yeah so episode eight penultimate ultimate episode of um basically county you've done forever bye um this is very sad basically Eve and Villanelle go to take down the 12. Carolyn and Pam are there and kind of do the same in their own way, but choose to step back, according to Carolyn. Eve and Villanelle take down the 12 and in their final moments, Villanelle is shot down by an unseen sniper and in Villanelle's last act, she saves Eve and Eve is left in the Thames on her own, just overcome with grief and it turns out it, Carolyn ordered the shot on Villanelle Carolyn how could you do this to us so there's two theories for that um, either Carolyn is part of the 12 because she's never said that she's not yep this is or, true um, she would kill Villanelle to get favour for MI6 to get back in either way Carolyn what are you doing especially when she Played truth or dare with her, and oh. Villanelle was very kind about the air guitar. And she said, "You owe me a, the whole owe me a dare thing." Yep, it was so cute. Yeah, I miss you guys. And then yep. like, yep, it just shows you how little personal bonds affect Carolyn when she's got other priorities in mind. Yeah. Very sad, very sad. So your initial thoughts on the episode, Louise? Loving it, loving it, loving it. Oh my God. Death. <laughs> up. Um, yep. I think that sums up quite a lot of opinion, people's opinions. Yep. And people are not happy with the same thing. No, we'll I'm come not, to that. I'm not happy with the same thing, but we'll talk more about that. But it was a really good episode. Yeah, <laughs> it was really good. And I mean, maybe I'm just a softie, but that, like their wee camping trip was just so wholesome and see when oh see when like Villanelle went and kissed um Eve's cheek and they were like and I was like oh my gosh it's so cute and then 
oh, and then they start making out and it was so gentle and like heartfelt and I was like now this is the wholesome content that I need in my life <laughs> like it was, it was oh it was so cute and the fact so that it was wholesome. in Scotland just made it all that 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 little bit more special it said bothy yeah. and in brackets google it and I was like I know what that is I know what that is as well yeah would you like to explain what a bothy is, Beth, to anybody who is not Scottish? Yeah, basically it's a little abandoned, well most of them are abandoned, um, building, uh, like a cottage basically, that's essentially what it is, um, and back in the day I'm pretty sure farmers would use them um, and live out there and farm obviously and live on their own but now most of them in Scotland are available to camp in not all of them I have been in a couple of bothies while doing my Duke of Edinburgh and I tell you what none of the bothies I have been in have ever looked that nice no <laughs> like no, it was no, the no, no, bothy I've ever seen yeah exactly <laughs> there's no, honestly nothing there so that was yeah that was an interesting take on a bothy but you know I appreciate it I appreciate it I appreciated the Google it so much. <laughs> I didn't even read, you know, that way. I was just so like, <laughs> my dad's not with me and my mum's. Me and my mum were watching it here. And my dad was down in another house watching it. So he was on the phone to us watching it from his home while we were here watching it here. And it was just so often because he kept playing with Mac my dog down the road so all I could hear over the phone was this growling and I was trying to concentrate on the plot and it just yeah there was a bit so I just wasn't registering what the google it actually meant I was like google it as in the location of the bothy and I was like what and then now it it makes sense yeah, it makes so much sense I was slow on the uptake yeah <laughs> yeah I, I, I forget that I'm like oh yeah so, yeah. yes, those are our initial thoughts on the episode. Right, let's get into Even Villanelle, their camping trip. So, okay. we start, first of all, they're leaving the island, Guns Island, running away. Well, Eve fights off the assassin. Does she take her eyes out? I don't know, but she climbed a tree, and I don't know how she climbed a tree. <laughs> that was very funny. <laughs> she was just hanging at the top of the tree, and I was like, what on earth are you going to do now? You're kind of just stuck there. And then, of course, she jumps down. Mm. But is the assassin blind? That's what I want to know. I mean, yeah, I don't She know. used the move that Yusuf taught her, and yep. then I think she gouged her eyes half out, which was yeah. disgusting. Yeah, the blood. It was very Quentin Tarantino-esque. <laughs> Um, having yeah, just watched Mel was just vibing. yeah she was just like yeah this is great fun I get to watch my, my boo like beat up my ex boo <laughs> if you can call them that but yeah that was funny and then they leave on the boat together and then they go and they're walking and then they're kind of like the tension is bad like they've got some unresolved tension and of course when they stumble upon these backpackers or travelers yeah. um they get tarot readings oh, see i thought um it was gonna be villanelle was deaf mm. and then obviously it was but um i like the fact that the couple ask how they met yeah and they just tell them straight out and they're like haha joking <laughs> yeah that, I love it when they do that in tv shows <laughs> it was like yeah she both stopped me um yeah 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 dramatic this, irony this, yep. like, you left my husband blah blah, blah. he'll like, you know that stuff it was great 
Yep. I was so here for it. The kidney thing was also quite cute. Oh, no, I was, it was too much. I can't, I can't. I we just got, couldn't. We got the parallel of, um, Villanelle said, um, basically, um, they have a kidney of, one of them has a kidney of the little person and they can't pee in front of each other. That's kind of weird. And then later on, they pee in front of each yeah, other. Yeah, of well. course. It's interesting because I noticed another parallel-ish mm-hmm. um, when they were sleeping in the same sleeping bag, obviously. This will be the second time they have been in a bed together. Yes. And the first time being, of course, when Eve stabs Villanelle all way back to the mm-hmm. finale of season one. How is that for a um ending yes. circular ending whatever you call yeah. those yeah I, I appreciated that a whole lot and then they steal the camper van together and get some breakfast and they're just yeah they make up and they and they move on and we see an, a really nice happy couple that you could definitely see grow old together which was lovely and of course, it just means the ending that bit more painful. Um, but at the same time, they had the time of their life in that last 24 hours they shared together. Eve, um, Belle calls Eve a psychopath um, for the chips. And of course, she uses it in the everyday sense of we don't we talk about psychopaths. And then that's a weird flavour combination. And Eve's like, are you serious? <laughs> that was yeah, great. It, yeah, it's... I mean, it puts us all back to season one and just just this ongoing kind of theme of, you know, are you a psychopath and and every, is everyone not a psychopath? You know, that kind of theme that everyone kind of gets the sense of because you think, you know, well, Eve's turning out to be a psychopath. So, yeah, I thought, yeah, it was really sweet. And their moments together, I think, really worked well and we see Eve officiate a wedding which was very cute because obviously she's saying those words <laughs> which she is meaning for Villanelle that was a gift shit everyone it was amazing that is it very like, true <laughs> that's yeah. why that's why it was like such a shock at the end so it was yep. like okay she's here and then on a boat that's kind of cute and then it was like, okay, she's officiating a wedding. Oh my god, it's a gay wedding. Yep. And then she just rides, and then they did a dance. Oh, what dances! It looked a bit like the slosh, but it looked like an alternate Dance. version of the slosh. But I don't know. English slosh. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that was intercut with Villanelle killing the twelve, which was amazing because it was like the characters what they wanted. It's not what they wanted. No, it was I feel like it's what the audience want. So it was like um Villanelle was destroying her demons and killing the twelve and Eve was accepting herself and accepting her relationship and she was being out and proud and happy and stuff. And what was really nice is I was just looking at an article before I came on and I I mean I think out of this episode that was my favorite scene that sequence in particular and I looked at this article um, on Elle which we'll talk about um, later but Sandra always said that that scene was her favourite sequence of the finale and that that for her was the most you know kind of accurate thing for even Villanelle and that it felt most authentic to them so it's really nice when the actor who plays them agrees with us (laughs) 
Yeah, I thought that Villanelle was stabbed and she was going to die. Because I saw that she died on Twitter before <gasps> I watched the episode. No. Because everybody was very, very annoyed. See, when she came out of that kitchen after having killed the 12, I thought, oh, it, mm. is she is she going to drop down dead just now? And of course she <gasps> yeah. doesn't. It's later, but I thought something isn't right here. Yeah. Shall we talk about the other characters before we got into the end of the story? Yeah. Um, we shall talk about Pam. Yeah. Who goes to who is dealing with the fact that she killed Constantine? Goes to see Carolyn and is now teaming up with Carolyn, which is kind of nice. I can see it. But you're at the point that it's not um Pam and Carolyn. Carolyn has to be afraid. It's Pam has to be afraid of Carolyn. Mm-hmm. And she tells her that Constantine loved her, and that was a very cute moment. Yep. And of and course, they go swimming. They go swimming, and what was interesting was that uh, Carolyn talks about Geraldine, her daughter. Yes. And I thought, mm. well, that wait, I mean, she hasn't brought her up this whole season, and then she did, so that was quite nice. And I, it kind of made you think, well, is she, is Carolyn trying to manipulate Pam? So that Pam feels that she has a mother figure so that she'll do the job that Carolyn wants her to. Yeah. Maybe that's a bit of an overreach, but there was, yeah, it it, it was nice of her to bring that up. And then the swimming and then the classic Carolyn humour when she says, oh, keep your mouth shut. There's a dead, I just saw a dead fox. And that was like, nice. (laughs) Of course. Yeah. It's um, Carolyn is kind of brief time. Um, the mother, almost like a mother figure, and it's like Constantine's almost like the father figure. Yeah. So it's like alternate universe. That's cute. Happy um, family. I felt quite, quite called out by Carolyn. Um, she was like, what's so good about iced coffee? And I was like, <laughs> I'm having major problems right now of getting iced coffee when I live. Oh no! Um, so that was just like, Carolyn, you are not understanding the importance of iced coffee. <laughs> you could make your own. I could. Moving on, <laughs> Carolyn, of course, asks Pam to join her. And what does Pam? Pam denies. Pam denies. She says no. She, does, I... she, she literally said to herself, I gotta put me first. I gotta put me first. And I was like, yes, Pam. Yes, yes, you babe, you're listening to Constantine. You have taken his advice. Well done. Go back and find your boyfriend. Yep. And live happily ever after with a non-violent life and yeah. have a fulfilling life doing carnival stuff. Yeah, I'm glad that we found out that she said no because if we hadn't, you could presume that she was the one who killed Bill now. Yep. Um, of course, she's on to tell Villanelle that um, Constantine dies. She doesn't tell her that it was her that killed her. Yeah, probably uh, for why the move, Pam? Yeah. <laughs> she would have killed her. She had yep. a daughter in her hand. Yep. So that would been quite a good callback to season one with the eye. But anyway. Yep. Um, so that's most of the characters. Hugo made an appearance, of course. Um, we find out about his Russian girlfriend. <laughs> Yep. Blood of a stock, that was great. And Carolyn's um, just, you know, doing her usual owning him, basically. And yeah. in the end, Carolyn 
orders the kill shot for Villanelle. Um, yes, Savage, Catalan, and Mean. Yep. Um, I don't know. So she kills her once. She shoots her once, and then she shoots her like many times. Mm-hmm. No, that's very sad. It's a bit wasteful as well. <laughs> There's no reason for them to do it. It was like shock value. Yeah. But if a TV show is finished, there's no reason for shock value. Shock value is to keep the reader intrigued, the watcher intrigued. It's to keep them interested and say, oh, I didn't see that. Um, we didn't need the shock value. There's absolutely no point in it. And I know people are very annoyed at it. I think I knew that death was inevitable yes. in the ending. What I wanted, I, it's probably just because I wanted my theory to be correct, but yeah. I just, I wanted them at least both to die because I feel like one living without the other is just insufferable. Um, and of course, it's quite interesting. I was reading that article um, and it was talking about it before the pandemic, the talk was that Eve would be the one to die and that Villanelle would be yeah. the one to live. But during the pandemic, while they were filming and things, the plan changed and it was the other way around. And it was this idea that Villanelle, her character arc, had now saved Eve. And that was, you know, why she had to die. And that Villanelle dying, not... What was interesting was the writer didn't want it to feel like an end for Villanelle. It was just the end of what had happened there. But she was going on to a different plane of existence or whatever. But Eve was then free to live her life without Villanelle and move on from this. Which I don't think, personally, Eve could do. She she lasted like two minutes. She was at the therapist and said... I want to do something better. And he was like, go bring the people you love. Okay, let's go see Bill now. Yeah. Um, it, it, yeah. That death didn't mean anything. It meant nothing at all. Like, if she died, sacrificed herself for Eve. Amazing. Perfect. Sad. Perfect. Uh, one of them died fighting the Twelve. Perfect. They just, the Twelve, the big mystery of the whole season was resolved by Villanelle killing Twelve, not even Twelve, Nameless faces yeah. and her getting shot and drowning. It just didn't feel it didn't feel finished. No. As bizarre as that sounds. And then we see pandemic. her killing the yeah, the pandemic. I mean, it had so much to um do with this, but it was just a bit like I expected more of a flair from the 12 killing. And of course I loved that sequence, but I expected a little bit more just storyline-wise. Um, and then of course the death did leave me a little bit disappointed I was like and then of course we get the scream from Eve at the end when she's out the water and I just I mean I, personally I don't think Eve will ever recover from that she, there's no way what's she going to do with her life now um, she can't join in my sex she can't be a bodyguard she's just there and it's kind of depressing yep um, see in my head after the after she screams, she then bleeds out and drowns, and then she's with Phil and Elle, and wherever they exist together. That's that's what I want. <laughs> so yeah, why don't we look at some of the reviews? Okay. Um, yeah. Um, okay. Lots of the reviews are just Twitter comments that I've seen. No, like people posting about Twitter comments. Go for them. Um, yeah, basically, people are just very, very annoyed. Um, 
basically people people are happy saying we waited four years for this about the kissing stuff mm-hmm. and talking about how colour schemes of the clothes they were wearing how nice it was and um, a lot talking about the book and the book um, Villanelle survives um, they live happily together and Villanelle gets a language degree no way is this true yes no way it's actually yeah oh my um, gosh very cute okay I'm going with that ending <laughs> yeah, it's very cute I think it's like it's a linguistics language very cute but um, people are very annoyed they're saying four years just down the drain yeah um, the independent yeah. says worst ending of a show <laughs> since Game of Thrones <laughs> killing Eve fans are furious uh-huh Yes, we are. <laughs> um, Daily Mail <laughs> says Killing Eve ends with... Oh, sorry, my cooking... God, oh, cookie settings. Ah, Killing Eve ends with less of a bang-bang and more of a splash as fans slam underwhelming. Yes. It's just... It's been trending since yesterday, since it came out in AMC in America. Um, people are annoyed... I think there's a petition. I don't know what the petition's about, but there's a petition. I will see what it's about. People are obsessed with petitions these days. <laughs> obsessed. Anyway, okay. yeah, I think the okay. interview um, by Elle is a really interesting one, and I would oh, urge yeah. you all to give it a little read. Um, and it does kind of give you an insight into what the writers were thinking and, you know, the long discussions that they had about ending it in the best way they could. And um, for Jodie Comer, she did believe mm. that for Villanelle, that was the only way it could really go and that it was suitable. And I think maybe when it's not quite as raw and after a couple of months, if I rewatch it or whatever in a couple of years, I think I may be able to appreciate it a little bit more. It's just too raw just now, I think. Yes. Um, there's a petition for it to be written by Phoebe Wabrich. Um, there's lots of petitions for it just to be not canon anymore. Um, people are very annoyed. People are saying that it's a kill your gaze trope, that people finally get together and they just die. And how it's a trend in currently in media. Um, that people who are LGBT do get together and then they die or something happens and nobody can love it and that's like a trend that people see and people generally thought Kel and Eve was a show that was above that because such a big part of the characters are LGBTQ+. Interesting. <laughs> Not sure if I entirely agree but it, yeah. it's interesting that it's you know people have brought this up. Yeah, I think... Yeah. They have done, as the writers, you have to take a leap of faith and go, yes, we have written these characters, we have written the script, and we feel that this is correct. And not everyone's going to be happy with the end result. And I think we were always going to be disappointed because at the end of the day, there's no way they were both going to survive. No, it was till death to us part, basically. Even when they were doing the um, wedding and stuff it was like that was like for the till they have done part that yeah. was quite symbolic um yeah it was a good episode though it was great we had the kill and eve fluff the villain eve fluff so it was proper fanfic to be honest yeah the first half of the episode was 
one bad trope. It was yeah. it was yeah. Not it, a Kill Eve episode. No, it was <laughs> yeah, as you said, I really enjoyed it. Um the ending did left leave me a little bit disappointed, but as I say, maybe coming back to that in the future I'd be able to appreciate it a little bit more. Yeah, we can't write off four seasons of a TV show, one of the best TV shows, such an original one, such an out there one for the BBC to do. Yeah, definitely. Such well written. 30 seconds, two minutes. Yeah, such well written yeah. prose, you know. So I think, although we were slightly disappointed, I think we still have to appreciate <laughs> Killing Eve for what it was and for what it will inspire to come next. Yes. So on that note, that is all we have time for today in our mini-series. This is the end, I'm afraid, of our mini-series. I'm sure we'll come up with another one. But thank you so much for listening. Our next main episode will be on the French Dispatch, so keep your ears and eyes out for that for when it comes. And have a lovely day whenever you're listening. Bye! Bye!